This is episode 133 of the Ottawa Podcast. My name is Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On and Rob Atrell. And our guest today is Dan Shields. Dan, how you doing? Okay, I guess, yeah. you know. Well, we're, we're excited to have you because you have a lot going on in the city and, uh, and specifically some of the things we've been talking about recently. But first, uh, we're not drinking beer, are we today, Rob? No, we're not. Well, you guys can drink beer. I don't <laughs> care. I, I own a bar. Oh, you know, yeah, I own Yuck 292 yeah, yeah. Elgin. Sure. Uh, but uh, <laughs> in the basement, drink, right drink all the beer you want. <laughs> and, and, and I'm Irish. Irish. I'm not anti-beer. No, you're, you're just not today. Just not fine. today. Uh, which is fine. But we have some uh, Diet Coke in front of us. Yes, we do. Uh, also some treats. What are we eating? We are eating, uh, this is a throwback to very early episodes. Uh, we have Thimble Cakes. So we have some of their, their little cupcakes. We have a variety of mine. You, you got these, right? So which ones did you choose and, and why'd you choose them? I said assorted. Okay. So so you just, these look, it looks well, like mint chocolate. We have some, uh, this is, I think this is like a Coke, Coke or mocha or cocoa or something like that. Oh, mocha. This okay. is a mocha. We have a birthday cake one. We have a vanilla and uh, a chocolate something. I forget. Okay. See, I, the problem with me, if I had one, I would have them all. <laughs> I really have no. I bought waffles yesterday because they were on sale. Yeah, and yeah. I ate a box and a half of waffles. <laughs> Just because they were on sale. No, I'll I bought them because they were on sale. Sure. And you're not supposed to drink maple syrup. So <laughs> I stopped <laughs> drinking the maple. I needed and But seriously, I have no boundaries when it mm-hmm. comes to mm-hmm. some foods and alcohol. Yeah. Well, well, it's good that you can make that line to, to not kind start, of, you know? Kind of. That's the key. But look at me, you know? <laughs> That's you know. Oh, it'll help, I'm sure. My body fat is like 30%. That's not good, by the way. <laughs> no. uh, what do you think? You just... Uh, they're very good. I think I got a chocolate something one. Hmm. And it was very... I thought the green was going to be mint. And where did you get these? Uh, Thimble Cakes. Yeah, so it's, it's a place called the... Thimble Cakes, which oh. is interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just down on Bank, around Bank and Bank um, Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, right. it's right near, um, yeah, it's uh, on the other side of the street of the James Street Feed Company. Yeah, uh, yes, I know exactly. that place. <laughs> Absolutely. It's next to uh, Urban Spice. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right around there. That's, yeah. that's it. It's, it's, it's cool because, yeah, same thing I mentioned is that if you had like a big cupcake, you know, you'd eat one, you'd be fine. With this, I would eat 20, no yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what are yeah. you eating, Rob? Uh, I had, apparently, mocha. I, I don't tend to like coffee stuff. This one was delicious, so I don't... Mm. I'm thinking either it wasn't coffee or it was very understated, but it seemed just like a marble chocolate. Yeah, the same one. Anyway, oh, nice. it's good. Hmm. Thimble Cakes are, is awesome. I uh, And also, surprisingly affordable. I think all their stuff is vegan as well. That's... Ooh. that's uh, a lot of their time. stuff is. I don't know about all... They have like coconut milk ice cream or something like that, right. too. Anyway, local establishment. Are, are we all vegans here? Oh, no, for me? No, no. no. Okay, <laughs> I don't think it's our no. understanding of vegans, yes. the plight of vegans. <laughs> you know the thing, Derek Edwards is a comedian. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> no, but Derek Edwards is this great comedian from Timmins, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's a huge star yep. in, in smaller communities. Like he makes six figures easy. He's one of the funniest men to ever walk the place of the planet. But, uh, and, and this is true about uh vegans vegetarians and all these people sure. is they seem compelled to tell you and like his joke is what time is it right well i'm a vegetarian and it's you know <laughs> but it's true yeah, yeah. you know it's you, you, like, you hear a lot of it yeah, and yeah, i really yeah. don't care you know like mm-hmm. i just want to know what time it is yeah and I've noticed with a lot of um, gay people, it's the same thing, you know. We have in I, work, I own a comedy club. We're very gay positive, yeah. We really are, and we have a lot of, you know, whatever. We represent represent the community, anyways. But 
stop telling me. You're like, uh, yes, we hired you to do a pride show. And you're wearing a striped shirt, like a, a, the gay flag shirt, and <laughs> and and we know that you're and we know that you're gay because that's why we brought you in. So you don't have to tell me you're gay, and you don't have to tell me you're gay every night. So, so, so this, this comes this, up all the this time. This is your though. plight. This it's is not your... my plight, but it's just odd. Okay. You know, I just find it odd. Sure. Now, what about a basketball jersey? If there's a team you like and you wear the jersey all the time, oh, do you not argue? Well, I'm a Syracuse fan. I got a lot of Syracuse stuff. But stop telling us you're a Syracuse fan, Dan. We know. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, but God. it's not. But am I wearing Syracuse today? <laughs> no, oh, is that a fan of Pumas? Is that a, a sport? Yeah, shirt? it's uh, Mexico. It's well, it's not a sports oh, it's not shirt. It's like a Puma shirt. It's a soccer shirt. Wow. And soccer's not a sport. It's an activity. But, but <laughs> is that how that goes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No activities like golf's an activity. Yeah. Tennis is an darts. activity. Uh, darts, soccer. Yeah. My, my rule is if you can't die playing the sport. Yep. It's not a sport. I don't okay. think you've ever played darts right. Yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe darts. But, you know, and no Extreme. one's ever died sure. playing. I mean, sure. Sorry, I lied. Yep. Once a year, some 24-year-old guy has a heart attack mm -hmm. in Spain or Latvia, but he was going down anyways, right? This was going to happen in the <laughs> checkout line at Walmart. You know, like he was he was. I'm done. related to this sport is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, okay. yeah. Not, okay. But, but nonetheless, yeah. this is a, because uh, I like to go okay. to Mexico City. I go there every year. Wonderful town. Oh, cool. Oh, Beyond wonderful. And All I right. went there by myself like three years ago because I got a cheap ticket and I've been there maybe five or six times, which means I get searched every time I come back to Canada, which is kind of nice because I think right. I'm some sort of drug dealer. <laughs> and, um, and, but that's okay. Whatever. It happens. But, um, yeah, man, Mexico City is awesome. And these are the University of something at Mexico. They sure, have a sure. professional soccer team. Is that right? UNAM. Okay. I'm not sure what it stands for. I've, mm -hmm. I haven't seen They have 300,000 students, too. Six times the size of the U of T. Is that right? That's, that's got to be nuts. That's, that's, uh, yeah. that's a ton. So, Dan, so far I've gathered you're a traveler, uh, not a drug lord, uh, and you're the owner of a comedy club. I'm a part owner of a comedy part, club. Part owner. Mm. Yes. And I want to know what got you to where you are. So, like, wh where are you from, first of all? Well, I, I've lived all over Canada, but I grew up in Ottawa. I was born. There's a parking lot at the corner of. Uh, <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> there's a parking lot at the corner of Parkdale and Wellington. I was born in that parking lot, but it was a hospital born. before. Oh, great! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I told that I was. I met this woman, and I was driving around. I go, "That's where I was born," and she started crying. It was like, no, like, why? Oh, no, no, no! It was a hospital okay. back in whenever. Sure. Okay. Oh, I mean, I know I was born. I was born in '57, but yeah, it was. Sure. Proper hospital. I had parents and everything, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, that everything was fine, yeah, you know. That makes sense. And, um, but yeah, I, uh, so I was born there and yep. then um, I worked in, I, I really liked uh, broadcasting and stuff like that. So I worked, I moved to Saskatchewan and worked in radio. My problem is. Yeah. Why? I know. Well, because they offered me a job. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. yeah okay. And I spent <laughs> almost two years there and it was really cool living in Saskatchewan because, um, it's really like, I don't know about now, but in the seven, oh, I do know about now. I haven't <laughs> been back since say 1980 or 81, sure. but it was like going back in time. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't have cable TV then. Wow. So like, and they had cable companies. So the first day I was there, I got a house and everything, or one of the first days and I phoned one of the five cable companies in Moose Jaw and the guy came with cable. And then I asked him, you know, what do you want with this? And it's like, well, you put it and, and like, they would just look at me like, 
I was some kind of a maroon, right? I mean, you put a wire on the wall and then you'll get TV from New York. Oh, yeah, New York, Minnesota. I don't know what's down here. Sure. But anyways, but Saskatchewan was really neat because it was so like... It was, yeah, it was three weeks behind, you know? And like yeah. Ottawa, people who live in Ottawa tend to put it down because I think... One of the reasons they refer to this as a little town is because the only two cities that they've spent a lot of time in are Montreal, which has about 5 million, yep. and Toronto, which has, depending on who you ask, anywhere from 2 to 10 million, right? Yeah, like yeah. the whole metro and all that GTA, stuff. Yeah. GTA. Uh, Ottawa is 1.4. This isn't a tiny town. It's no. a top 50 market, right? Yeah. But So moving from there to Saskatchewan was an amazing culture shock. Yeah. People had a lot. One of the things that I did when I was there uh, that I thought was interesting was I put up, like, I don't really speak French, okay. but I'm a Habs fan. Okay. And uh, we got two TV stations off our uh, rabbit ears. I don't even right. if you know what those yeah. are. But anyways, yeah. rabbit ears. So we got two TV stations. And then I figured out that if I go to Walmart and give them 10 bucks, I can get a roof antenna and I can get, there's a French channel. By law, French TV is all over Canada. Yeah. So I got CBC French. Oh. Not, not as a political statement, but because I wanted to watch the Habs <laughs> and the Alouettes and the Rough Riders yeah. and, you know, my, my sports. And they had boxing and, and they would have, it, back then it was, a, I think it was a repeater from Montreal. So they had local, like local to me news. And that was cool. Um, and then I'd go to parties. Yeah. I'm like 19 maybe. And people would let go. They would like look around and then they'd be like, this guy watches hockey. In French. <laughs> like I was some kind of genius. Yeah. And then I would tell them that by law, the pictures are in English. And they go, really? Oh, I'm not making this up, though. You can't make stuff like this up, right? It's like, really? The pictures are in English? Yes, all the pictures on French TV by law yeah. have to be in English. And they let you vote out here, eh? It's like, so... But it was neat. You know, uh, it was different. It was a lot different. It was like living, I mean, Canada in a lot of respects is like four or five different countries, right? You yeah, know, there's yeah. been books written about it. it, it, it and, you know, like, uh. and like Ottawa is neat because where we are in downtown Ottawa, we're fairly close to the Parliament buildings, yeah. is like sort of unique. But then Quebec is its own world. You know, it's a nation inside a nation. It yeah. really is. Harper mm -hmm. said that, Prime Minister Harper. And it's a lot different than the rest like not, there's a book out called Cracking the Quebec Code by Nantel and Leger, who are big pollsters in Quebec. Sure. And they say that Quebec is 23% different than Canada. And it's just little, oh, yeah. little things. Like yeah. uh, there's a comedian named Lawrence Morgenstern who said, are you allowed to swear here, by the way? You are. Ah, okay. So he said the difference between, I mean, I've sort of stolen this joke, but the difference between Quebec and the rest of Canada is that they fuck with their socks on while watching Suarita hockey, while drinking a 50, eating a poutine off their girlfriend's back, and smoking a jetain. But There's book, a lot going on there. <laughs> but but the, the fact of the matter is, this book shows that. So you've got this, and then south of the Queensway, which is about six blocks from here, yep. it's Ontario. You know, yeah. South yeah, Keys yeah. may as well be in Kitchener. Sure. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's the same, you yeah. know, really the same. Yeah. And I think that's neat living in a city that's got three different kind of country like two countries definitely and yeah. then ottawa is sort of like from carlingwood which for those of you who aren't from ottawa is a mall in the west end yep. you can kind of draw a line from 
uh, using the river and the highway yep. and go straight to Quebec. And we're kind of like the West Island in that we're, there's a, you know, like when I, if I'm in Edmonton yep. and I hear someone speaking French, yep. you know, like, holy cow. Whereas if I hear someone speaking French here, you know, I was out to lunch in my neighborhood at, uh, uh, at, uh, the Newport Moe's restaurant at Churchill and Scott. And, you know, right. people okay. were speaking French. My buddy's French. It's not unusual, you know, Absolutely. but in Canada, yeah. it's well, like, it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I, I think guess, that's kind yeah. of neat that it's kind of like living in three different cities. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, I can imagine what a difference it was when you went to Saskatchewan in the first place. Oh my place. God. So what happened after Saskatchewan? Well, I worked in Saskatchewan for a while and I went to Niagara Falls. And then, you know, I'm not the easiest guy to get along with. There's a term now that they use in broadcasting called being good in the halls. Okay. That means getting along with other people. Sure. And I try to get along with other people, but ultimately I don't care. Um, <laughs> you know? And um, so I got a job in Niagara Falls. I did fairly well. Then I got a job in Sudbury and I lasted like three days. Yeah, it's and, a different town up there, right? And what well, kind of broadcasting is this? Like, well, it was what? like a jock, a disc yeah. jockey, okay. and I wrote commercials. And then that I mean, kind of like ended my thing. Yeah. And I'm not super ambitious, you know, mm -hmm. like I always knew I was an only child and I always knew my parents would die and they would give me their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds cold, That's right, but yeah. it's the truth, you yeah, know, sure, and, yeah. and there was a concern that they might give my stuff to some of my relatives too, mm -hmm. yep. but I would have shredded the will, frankly. Okay. And, uh, you know, so <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm getting your stuff when you die. I'm, I'm sad that my parents are dead. You sure. know, I really yeah. loved my mom and my dad was pretty okay too, but it was like, you know, I had that, that cushion, right. Yeah, that I was going to get safety net. Uh, yeah. Safety wow. net. And then, um, so, you know, and I kicked around a bit and so prime, and then I did a little TV on a show called living in Ottawa that no one watched, mm -hmm. but apparently I was like the biggest thing on, on the national thing. So they talked to me about a national show and it didn't work out. And then I went back to being like, I worked as a waiter. And then when my looks faded, uh, for real, you know, <laughs> seriously, cause it's a, you know, you gotta be young and good looking. And when my looks faded, I, and I worked at like 38 of the finest restaurants in Ottawa. 38. <laughs> Because I'm not stacking patio chairs. I'll pay someone to do that. Well, you go. have to do it. No, well, 38, maybe 58. <laughs> no, 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 maybe 100. Yeah, really? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I got fired all the time. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, I've been fired, like, everywhere. I got expelled from school. I mean, I'm just not... You might like me, but trust me, there's a lot of people who don't like <laughs> okay, me. Okay, and you may good. not like me. Yeah, it's good. it's hot like and it. cold, like right? Yeah. And, uh, and that's okay. I'm good with that. And then, um, you know... Now I'm here, but I always wanted to be, and I have been, I've always wanted to be involved in the arts. Yeah. Um, I never wanted to be a, um, I mean, I, I was approached by people who said maybe you could do stand up, and I never wanted to do stand up for a real, real simple reason. I did it twice. And there was a contest where our club is on 292 Elgin Street, yeah. where Yuck Yucks is, before it was called the Bytown Tavern or something, or maybe even before that. And they had a contest, like, I don't know, 82, and I finished second, so I retired. Okay. And if I finished first, <laughs> I was going to get a 1000 bucks, and I was going to get to work for a week at Yuck Yucks in Toronto. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to go to Toronto and work for a week. I was going to take my 1000 bucks, cash the check, and retire. Course, like, yeah. it was, I was retiring one way or the other, you right? Because the thing about stand-up comedy, and God bless them, I mean, they're hardworking. Most of our comedians are hardworking, wonderful people, you know, for real. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I, I don't ever want to go back to most places. I've been all across Canada, and 
I, I don't want to go back to most of these places. Okay. If I never, you know, like, just, eh, you know, like right. who wants to go back to Elliott Lake? I live there. No, yeah. and I'm not. And you know, if you live in Elliott Lake wait, and you wait, like wait, it. Tom, did you actually live in Elliott Lake? Yes. I was this born guy. and raised in Elliott Lake. Were you? Yeah. You were raised in Elliott Lake? Nice. It's all yes. making sense now, right? Oh my God. Yeah. So, so, okay. So I got to ask you, because you're brown, was your dad a doctor, a pharmacist, or a nurse? He was an engineer. Okay, an engineer. Yeah, I was getting there. I was getting there. Wow. Yeah, I was. I worked at the radio station 1340 CKNR. CKNR, I worked there. Did you really? Yeah, well, what did you do? I, after, I would turn it into 94.1. I, I subbed for Bobby doctor. Alexander. I have uh, no the, clue who uh, that the, is. The host that's been there for like 20 years but so i was uh, there like in the 70s i had the best hours two to six in the afternoon okay <laughs> oh, nice. the best hours yeah. awesome but the town i don't know about now but there were no women i mean when i say no women i mean there were no women there are, mm -hmm. what's older than <laughs> yeah but there weren't even the them year. like i remember going to a bar the first and like i had lived in niagara falls you know they have women in saskatchewan they have women yeah. in ottawa i mean like a balance and i'm not a mm -hmm. dog or anything <laughs> But women are like neat, right? And um, <laughs> no, but they are. And Good I remember to going it. to like a bar on a Thursday, the first Thursday I was in Elliott Lake, going yeah. to Sparkles or whatever the bar was. Sure. And the only women there were the waitresses and a woman I brought, like in a gang of people. Mm -hmm. And like people had told me that there are no women. And like there are no women there. Oh, it was a mining town. Well, I get it. Right. But still. <laughs> and the other thing about it was, for those of you that lived in Elliott Lake, like sure. you did, yeah. uh, Amon, the thing about Elliott Lake was um, they have like that main street. It must have been uh, designed yeah. by some guy. Ontario. Yeah, but some guy who was like uh, doing it an experiment or something. It, it was uh, like a pilot, like yeah, yeah, because they have the main uh. street as a circle, yeah, and you can okay. never figure out where you are. <laughs> no, for real, I was there like eight weeks, and I drove home a different way each friggin' night. Uh, absolutely, that's the truth, though. I'm not know. making that no, up. That's true. It that's was true. like just you know, and I love to shop. Yeah. Elliot Lake's not the best town to shop in, considering there was like one store, yeah. you know, and, 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 when and a built few years ago when they built it. the mall, the yeah. mall fell apart yeah. and there yeah. were no stores. That's it. And, yeah. and you know, and, and, and yeah. And then, yeah. So that was like, uh, it was a great gig though. And I liked the people. It would have been nice if they had women there though, for real. That yeah, would have helped sense. a lot. Yeah, that's fair. I would probably, and, and I was paying like, I don't know, let's say I was making a grand a month. And it was a long time ago. Yeah. And I was paying like 600 bucks a month to sleep on a couch. I like sleeping on a couch. Don't get me wrong. I slept on a couch for three hours this afternoon uh, with my dogs, but I like the option oh, of having right. my own room. You, you can rent a very big house for 600 bucks in Elliott Lake now. Oh, I bet you can <laughs> buy a house in Elliott Lake. And you know bucks. what kills me about Elliott Lake? You see these ads on TV. Retire, Retire in Elliott Lake. Uh, uh, Why in the name of Jesus <laughs> would you want, unless you love shoveling, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah because like, like Ottawa is, it's the weather here is terrible. There's no question about it, right? But it's worse there, <laughs> you know, like Northern Ontario. And, and, you know, I know people that I grew up with that moved to Sudbury because they like oh, yeah. killing things, right? Sure, sure, and yeah. it's a great, great town. I'm not hating on Sudbury or anything like that, but retiring to Elliott Lake. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Do you have no friends? Like downsize, live in a friggin' like a room with your wife in Toronto, you know? And I'm not a big fan of Toronto, you know, like I could live there, but I'm just saying, 
Like, man, you're going to run out of stuff to do, like, by the weekend. Sure. You know, the library isn't there anymore because it was in the mall. The mall they collapsed. They it. Oh, yay. <laughs> and uh, fabulous. And uh, do they have the internet there yet? Oh, don't worry about that. Oh, do your parents still my, live my, there? My, my dad still does. But what my, is wrong with your dad? Because he's an engineer. He has money. <laughs> yeah, that's, and he can spend on more things than I like. Well, no, he can't because there's nothing to spend it on. He's probably on Amazon all the time ordering stuff. <laughs> What's your dad's first name? Oh, I don't want to say that on the air. Okay. No, it's fine. I mean, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I mean is like he's the guy, you know, he knows all uh, the Perlator guys and, you know, all of, but like seriously, tell him, mean, like, yeah. move. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure he listens to this episode. Are there a lot of, um, no, there are not. No, no, I, no, I didn't think that. I, that that wasn't the question. I was going to ask if there are a lot of people of color. I I knew that was that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but um, like food. Yeah, like he's got to eat Canadian food because oh, I'm yeah. pretty he, sure there's I mean, not a store that's halal or whatever he is. Oh yeah, what what we used to do is we used to buy a lot from Toronto and bring oh, it up. Geez. Or or they they had a farm oh, on uh, Manitoulin Island, so we bought like literally a cow's worth of meat. But that's far Manitoulin Island. I oh, mean, yeah, when absolutely. you live up it's there, like, they make it sound like it's just around the corner. Well, yeah, it was three hours, but that's around the corner for us. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like, because when I lived in Saskatchewan, they didn't, uh, disco was illegal in Saskatchewan. Disco. Okay? All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not making any of this up either. You can hook me up to a lie detector. So disco was illegal in Saskatchewan. You couldn't have. So I was there like, so I grew up here. Yeah. So I had been to Hull. So this was a big disco town. Sure. Montreal, New York were kind of the centers of disco, and Ottawa gets a lot of Montreal-y stuff, right? Sure. So I would go to Hull a lot yep. from when I was about, what's the drinking age in Quebec? $5. No, it was $3 back then. <laughs> anyway, so I started going to Quebec when I was like, I don't know, 14 or 15, right? And go drinking. And um, the, the, so we had discos. When Saturday Night Fever, one of the greatest movies of all time, came out, uh, Saturday Night Fever, yeah. we got under Moose Jaw three weeks late, okay. and we had the radio station I worked at, they used to ship magazines in for us. Like, it was like being at war. They would ship <laughs> magazines from Calgary, because we would get People magazine three weeks late. Oh. So the jocks could go on the air and go, hey, this is, <laughs> you know, yeah. what, this is what's happening, right? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, and I was the guy who was a writer there. I was the guy that went to the bus station and picked up a bundle of magazines every Wednesday. Sure. So we get Saturday Night Live, or Saturday Night Fever. Right. And I was with a guy named Johnny Marshall was visiting me. He now works for Mercer. And, uh, and, and my uh, roommate who was from North Van, a guy named Jeff Hamilton. So the three of us go to see Saturday Night Fever. And because, so disco was illegal in Saskatchewan. This is how it worked. If you had alcohol, dancing, and recorded music, you can only have two of them. What? Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was to protect jobs, right? It was one of those things. It was a tariff, right? It was to protect. Mm -hmm. So bands, you would go see bands in Saskatoon or Regina, yep. you know, or, or Moose Jaw. And then when the band took a break and the DJ came on, they would rope off the dance floor and you couldn't dance to the DJ. Yeah, oh. I know, because they're just, you know, and you know they had a committee <laughs> meeting and it sounded really smart, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. So we don't, we, the people from Saskatchewan, we don't know what a disco is. So right. Kurt Stiffel and his girlfriend, yeah. Kurt apparently was a local celebrity. He had played for the Canucks, which yeah. is the Moose Jaw team. Yeah. They had been to North Dakota. Sure. I've never been to North Dakota, but apparently it's like Saskatchewan, but with glitter and bright lights. Oh, great. So they, they had been like to Bismarck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Has anyone here ever been to Bismarck? A, no. I have no. been to both, and they are exactly the same. Are I they? can tell you, Southern Saskatchewan and Northern Dakota is they're identical. That's well, anyways, hilarious. they had been to Bismarck, and they had went to a real disco, or maybe mine not. Yep. They had been to a real disco, so before the movie, they danced. So us rubes would know what disco dancing was. <laughs> right. And then my friend, and then we watched the movie. And then my friends, my local Saskatchewan friends. Um, the same people who thought it was incredible that I could watch French TV, like hockey on French TV. Right. Uh, they asked me if I'd ever been to a disco. And I said, yeah, how often? I don't know, a thousand times? Like, I'm just picking a number, you know, because I went out every weekend and, you know, yeah. discos, rock bars, whatever. Anyways, and they were just fascinated by them. And they would ask me questions. What's it like? I go, it's like a bar where a guy plays music and people dance. Do you dance? I'm not a big dancer. No. like to drink, though. So I would drink. I'd buy a bottle of wine, get hammered. You know, this is pretty much it. I'm 17. This is my life. And, um, and then these guys phoned me one afternoon and said, we found a disco. Where? Calgary. I go, where's Calgary? Calgary? Yeah, well, to you and, and to, to the me now, I know what that means, yeah. <laughs> but I look at the map. I don't know where Calgary is. I go, how far away is Calgary? And you, you lived in Elliott Lake. This is sure. the way they talk out there. It's eight hours. Like, that's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to drive down, go to the disco. You want to come? No, no. You don't want to do that. No, bring a camera because they didn't have cameras. But you know, I don't want to drive for eight hours to go yeah. to a club like the one in Hull, which is 20 sure. minutes from my house in Ottawa, sure. like walking yeah. and maybe an hour, you yeah. know, depending. But it's like, yeah, and these guys drove to Calgary and they, you know, I heard that they had like an aluminum dance floor oh, and yeah. spinning lights. And uh, yeah, I've, I've seen that before, like many, 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 many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless y'all. But absolutely. It's a completely different experience. Like I was living up there. <laughs> yeah, it was like in Elliott Lake. I remember people getting excited about going into Sudbury. Yeah, we I did day trips there all the time. Yeah, like yeah, getting excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a Sears. No, they don't. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's know? something else. And then that's when we awesome. tie it back to like people in Ottawa yeah. thinking they live in a small town. No. Well, and that's no, that's my not, not a tiny little town. No, no absolutely, no, it's completely got, different. Yeah. yeah, this has got stuff going on. It just doesn't have as much as Montreal or as much as Toronto. And that's the right. thing. Very cool. So I want to get to uh, you know your ownership of, or your part ownership of Yuck Yucks. But before that, we do a segment every week. What's Classic Ottawa? King? Classic Ottawa is our news segment where I uh, read news jokes. On my phone. You're getting worse at introducing this. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it fresh. Oh, good for you. Uh, here we go. Here's what's happening this week, or last week, I guess. Yeah. A custodian at John, John Young Elementary School is being condemned for removing a juice box from a skunk's head. He's being condemned this Damn morning it. in the sun. <laughs> condemned. Okay, so I was telling Rob before that the word condemned and commended look exactly the same to me. Oh, okay. And I said commended a million times before the podcast. And then you oh. messed it up. Keegan, are you like dyslexic? Oh. I'm not oh, hating, but are you like no. dyslexic or something? So. <laughs> this is my just uh, those two words. if you dyslexia. are dyslexic, we can get a grant to hire yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> a custodian at John Young Elementary School is being commended for removing a juice box from a skunk's head. While the act was certainly brave, one can only hope that the skunk wasn't simply preparing for Halloween. That's not even worth it. <laughs> you blew it. Move on. Next it's a long one. trip. <laughs> uh, Ottawa police proposed their budget for 2018 last week, which involves borrowing $3 million from their reserve in order to stay within their spending limit. The chair of the police services finance board has called the plan a bunch of smoke and mirrors, a statement which has caused outrage in the Ottawa magician community. 
Oh. <laughs> and who would be in the Ottawa? We have a, a magician named Ryland, by the way, who's awesome. Yeah, okay. does. Yeah. yeah, a house magician. Well, he works for us. He's one of our employees, and he goes on stage, and he's like scary good. Really? Like, like when oh, he went on stage the last time, I held my cross out just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Catholic, and this awesome. is wrong. I think it's wrong. I'm not sure, but I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, that's awesome. Him oh. and Michael Barada. Do you think Michael Barada? No. I think he's a magician in Ottawa. I hear his name I've all the time. I've heard that name. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. Is he good? Because I saw this like magician, and I don't know his name, but I used to work as um, spinning records for this great company called Quality Entertainment. Um, okay. they, they like do weddings and stuff like sure. that, and they sure. sent me to this event, and they had this magician who was probably around my age who worked cruise ships. And I've learned in the comedy industry because my partner, Howard uh, Wagman, always will tell me he's really good. He works cruise ships. And, and, <laughs> and, and I've translated that into, he's really terrible. And he has written a joke in 20 years. He works cruise ships because right, yeah, yeah. he can't leave. And I saw this magician and he works cruise ships. Oh my God. He was so bad. We can see the rabbit. It's a five, you know, like he was just terrible. Whereas Rylan who plays a yeah. yuck yucks. Yeah. Uh, he's good. You oh, know, good stuff. Like, Very cool. you know, he can make stuff disappear. And, you know, the yeah. usual magician. Is that like stuff. a monthly show? No, he just, just random. I saw him yeah. randomly. Like, he, he tears tickets for us. I'd love mm -hmm. to see him more. But he, like, does stuff that's just Interesting. That's cool. messed up, right? Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Like, because that's magicians are supposed to do. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> please continue. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Two more. Dozens of volunteers have come to the aid of an Ottawa farmer who lost nearly 100 cattle in an early morning fire this past weekend. Sadly, most volunteers lost interest when they discovered that all the stakes were well done. Ah! <laughs> you know what happened? The guy's name's Peter Reuter. He, used to, he played one year for Carlton uh, basketball back 25, 30 years ago. And... Uh, uh, a bunch of um, animal rights activists protested outside his farm after the fire. Really? Classy. Oh, classy. Oh classy. That's like huh. protesting a military funeral. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. Those Westboro guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah West, the Westboro Church. Just classy, you know? Uh, and, and they were dairy cows, I believe, because mm -hmm. he named them all. And my dad had beef cattle. Even though I grew up in the city, my dad had a farm. And, you know, you don't name beef cattle because oh, no, no. you're not eating them. Right? Yeah. And who wants to eat Sparky, yeah, right? right? You know, like, <laughs> eat their pets. No yeah. one right. never yeah. really wanted to do that. But, you know, I knew everything I ate till I was about 18. Sure. Um, yeah, which, generally which is, speaking, yeah. that's what they're there for, right? Absolutely. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Very cool. Right. And, and finally, last one. An urn containing human remains oh. that was stolen last week from an estate sale has mysteriously been returned. The owner expressed his relief that the item has been brought back and added that he's still searching for a buyer. Oh, God. <laughs> so is, dark this week. The news. You know how many dark. urns, if you have a grave, you may urns you can get in a grave? Ten. Seventy-five. Whoa. How would so you know if that? If you have a, if you, because I'm Irish Catholic and we're really into death. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funeral, you know, like yeah. I know funeral directors. I learned I have a friend of mine in Montreal. I call her cousin Smokey. She doesn't have the internet. She's not going to see this. But uh, uh, anyways, uh, I don't even know. But but she, we went grave shopping a couple of weeks ago in what? north of Montreal. Fun. fun. Well, it was funny. <laughs> I thought it would be kind of fun because okay. I got a lot of. I've been to a lot of wakes and funerals, so I got a lot of wakes and funeral jokes. Yep. But she was one of these people, God bless her, yeah. who is worried about dying. Mm -hmm. sure. I'm not 
that worried about dying, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, it's our yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And um, so, but she told me you could put, she was very concerned because I'm an only child. Yeah. I have like 50 first cousins and sure. hundreds and hundreds of relatives. And I think I have a grave, but I'm not sure. Oh. And she was pretty, I think my mother bought me one with a tombstone, but I'm not 100% sure. Mm -hmm. And she was really worried that I don't have a grave. And I said, why? And that's how I found out you put 75 urns, by the way. She told me you can right. put 75 urns because she just bought a grave. I said, you should group on it. And she didn't know what Groupon was. <laughs> I said, and you oversubscribe, of course. I said, get three, sell 300 <laughs> and only 70, oh, probably right. maybe 25 will show up. That's the way it's going. It's like the sharing. Yeah, yeah. Like and she was, yeah, she was all, all like worried that uh, <laughs> when I pass away, which yeah. I will, mm -hmm. Um, probably sooner than anyone in the room, right? Statistically. That's the theory, man. Anyways, um, <laughs> when I, plus I'm a really bad driver. Ah, I, uh, yeah, like <laughs> fast, fast, right. fast. And apparently that's dangerous. What would, and, the, what would the odds be? You're a betting man. What would like the odds of you dying before Amon, what would you put him at? <laughs> oh, like, well, look, how old are you? 30. Dude, like. 25 to one that I should cool. die first. I mean, I don't have an extra, mm -hmm. extra real table in front of me, <laughs> yeah, but, sure, but I also yeah. wouldn't take that bet for you. I mean, maybe I would if I, if I was a gambler, but you would, I wouldn't because if he pays out your, I'd put it in my will. I guess so. So my executor, Karen Ann Reed, who's yep. a lawyer, 613-791-3834, Karen Ann Reed would get whatever the number was, ah, times 25. <laughs> so the deal is, oh, that's if he dies. So it's good if he dies. Yeah, it would be Yeah, yeah, it's bonus. Yeah, yeah, bonus. So my friend wasn't really happy when yeah. I was like doing... <laughs> You know, like silly things that have happened at funerals, you right, know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, she was like, she kind of got, mm. and she smokes like 80 cigarettes a day and can't walk like very far because she smokes 80 cigarettes a day. You know, right. like it's oh, the yeah, bottom of the right. ninth. Like, sure. you know, she's the same age as I am pretty much, but it's the bottom. Like I'm thinking I'm around the sixth inning. She's the bottom of the ninth, <laughs> you know, and nobody's on. Yeah. There's a couple of outs. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I got like uh, our, our, our oldest, I can't pronounce his first name, but you know, Chapman, the guy that throws 110 miles an hour. Sure, yeah. <laughs> he played with the Cubs last year. I don't know if you follow baseball. Now he's right. with the Yankees. Yeah. He's on the hill throwing heat, you know? Right. <laughs> so, we are here, yeah. but, but she was very concerned that I, I don't have a grave and that I would be alone for eternity. And I pointed out to her that when I die, you know what I'm going to be when I die, Keegan? A body. Dead. Yeah, yeah. a body. Dead. Mm -hmm. She said, well, what if you don't know anybody? Well, I'm going to be, um, what am I going to be, Rob? Dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be dead. And I don't really care if I'm around friends when I'm dead. dead. There is. And she was like, but what if? There's no what if. Well, what if what if they never find your body? Well, I'll be uh, again altogether dead. dead. You know, and it's like all these things. Because yeah, when you die, yeah. uh, your problems, like Ayn Rand said that, your mm. problems go away when you die because mm. you're dead. Sure. You know, they really do. Yeah. Like, like I got a lot of issues. I mean, like everyone has, you know, I got a lot of issues. I'm having a little problem with my car, but if I happen to die right now, which I hope I don't. Problem solved. Problem solved. Gone. Problem right. solved. Well, maybe not solved, solved but, but gone. not my not problem. problem. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you know, you go. and uh, yeah, and so on and so on and so on, you yeah, know, absolutely. and what will happen? Oh yeah. What, you know, what will happen to your animals? Again, dead. Yeah. Dead. You know, I just <laughs> went through all this. Your concern. Dead, yeah. dead, dead. 
Uh, dead, just being dead. So being okay. dead is, yeah. All right. It's a liberating view on yeah, death. Yeah, there it is. Well, it's not, li- I think of death <laughs> as like high school, mm-hmm. sort of. In that, if you went to a high school, they have high schools in Elliott Lake, yeah, right? Or did they have to bus you? Well, that, maybe yeah, they had to one, bus right? you there's to no more than St. Marie. No, there, there's two. Don't worry about <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Yeah. What do they call? I guess the Catholic one and a public one, right? Uh, yeah. Well, French Catholic, I suppose. Uh, and then public, yeah. Yeah. It's um, just called public. Yeah. Capital. Well, ELSS. I'll be like secondary school. Super creative. And then. What's the French one called? St. Something. I forget what it stands for. Anyway, that's like, you know, at a gas station when there's a restaurant, it says it's called restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your school yeah. Secondary school. <laughs> um, how old were you when you left Elliott Lake? 19. And where did you move to? Ottawa. I've, I've been here since. And and you went to university, I presume, yeah. here? Yeah. What school did you go to? You, Ottawa. So um, did you, uh, well, Algonquin's so hard to get into, but anyways, <laughs> did you, uh, did you, um, <laughs> you must have freaked out. Like when I moved to Saskatchewan, I moved to a small town called Weyburn. Yeah. And I, and then I was there maybe two months and then I moved to Moose Jaw and I kind of freaked out because it was flat and it was small mm-hmm. and there was not. Not that I'm a bit, you know, again, sure. this is not New York City. Yep. But how did you do? Like when you came here, there were more people in your university <laughs> yeah. than in Northern Ontario. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> close. 30,000. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. More than in your town anyways. Oh, definitely. I was uh, three times what was in my town. I, I, uh, I found a few things that were off. Uh, one-way streets were new to me. And I biked up one and got a ticket on my bike in the first week. How do you get a ticket yeah. though? You being a brown guy in Ottawa from a small town, <laughs> I have no idea. You can't talk yourself out of the ticket. It's fine, like okay. I, I, I uh, justice of the peace sort of wrote it off. It's nice, but that was uh, driving on the Queensway was was oh weird. Oh my god! Uh, so the first time I borrowed a car, rented a car, or whatever, and I was uh, yeah driving on. Um, the 417 that was really weird because we have nothing like that in yeah, if, I, if i can inject there's yep. again a great comedian who i think i referenced earlier Derek edwards and he had a bit where he grew up in timmins and never left timmins till he was 27 sure. and then went to toronto oh, and went right on up. this thing called the 401 yep. and there's like eight lanes on each side and he kept yeah. ending up in this place called oakville because he was just <laughs> afraid to get off honestly yeah yeah, yeah but, but that's definitely one of them and then it's just people. Although, like to be be honest, it was it was it was different. Like, I mean, I had never been around so many people of color. If I can be honest with you, like it. So I'm, I'm oh, I, yeah. was, I was not unique. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh no! Well, how, it, it, I, I, that wasn't even a concern. It, how many it, non-white uh, people were there in Elliott Lake? I could probably count on two hands. But you know, and this city. That, 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 that I crossed paths with anyway. I'll but, tell you uh, what. In my opinion, one of the best things socially that ever happened to this city. Yeah. One of the best things that ever happened to him, again, in my opinion, I don't know if you know this about Toronto, but until about 1950, it was the most white Anglo-Saxon Protestant city in the entire British Empire. It was oh, the most good. British oh. city. It, Catholics, like there was a guy named Dean Carroll, who was a big writer for the Gazette, you know, back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And he had to leave Toronto because it was pretty hard to get a decent job if you were quite Catholic. Wow. And then the Italians came and they kind of opened the door. And then the Portuguese said, hey, we could, you know, and, and then the other. Oh, yeah, and now yeah. Toronto is an amazing cosmopolitan city. Absolutely. This town, so when I was a kid, I'm not a great athlete or anything, but I played football, basketball, a little bit of hockey, uh, rugby, and I was all over the city. Sure. And there were two things I never saw in groups. 
One was non-Catholics in groups until I left Saskatchewan or until I went to Saskatchewan because this city was one of my friends, Dave Parkinson says about Montreal and Ottawa. If again, this is 30 years ago, if you're white, you're Catholic, generally speaking. And the other thing was the black community was like one guy, Conrad Coates. There were so, there were like a handful of black people, literally maybe a thousand. And then the Somalis came over and they really tore the fabric of the city. There were, because they're a lot like the Irish. They tend to be boisterous, loud, argumentative. I mean, you know, no, seriously, protest in front of the club at 292 Elgin Street if you want to. Um, (laughs) But the whole idea is they were different. And then they opened the door and now this city's probably 17% non-white. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. It's a cos- well, it, 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 it is a cosmopolitan city. Yeah. And it was, when I was a kid, the black community was Conrad Coates, who was mm-hmm. one guy. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was, and, and like Italians were kind of like, Ooh, eth- like I grew up in an Italian French neighborhood, but yeah. the Italians were very like ethnicy. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it, now it, it's, it's not. And, and, and it was, yeah. and it was yeah. the Somalis that, that really like, like, and, and I tell this story and, and it's almost true. Um, you know, like 91, 92, when they came over, um, it was like one Thursday night, I'm playing basketball with, you know, my nine white friends yeah. at, at the YMCA over here in Argyle. And then Friday night, there are like, 10,000 Somalis playing basketball. And it really, well, cause you got to think when you come to a new country, you don't understand the culture. So you go to the gym a lot, you know, you, you, you want to be with your people and basketball and I'm sure soccer and other sports. I'm just a basketball guys. But yeah. And, and you know, and there were a lot of problems, but it was mm-hmm. great. It's great. Sure. Yeah. You know, like I love the idea of having multiculturally stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But like, yeah, so when you came here, you weren't you weren't oh, yeah, the which, guy, which is yeah, obviously. Well, Amon yeah. might also have been in kind of a student bubble too, I, right? You know, I, like I was you're living in, in residence and you're around people your age, so yeah. it might it maybe have been a bit less shocking than maybe you moving Completely into the you know the working world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, big, big, big. Uh, so we're we're actually running up on time, but it would not make sense for us to have this podcast without you talking about the club that you own. So talk sure. about getting involved with yuck yucks and sort of what that means to you and what that's been like, you know, um, yuck yucks is a great club. Um, why don't you ask me, how did, how did, why don't you ask me this question, Dan, your business partner is Howard Wagman. Howard's owned the club for about 30 years. How do you become a partner at yuck yucks? Why don't you ask ask me that question? Ask that question to me. Well, how did you have to become a partner with Howard Wagner? Is it Wagman Wagman? Howard Wagman. Well, my mom died. Okay. And uh, what do most people say when your mom dies? Sorry Sorry for your loss. Not Howie. Howie said, how'd you do? (laughs) I.e., how did you do? Are we doing video here? If we're not, I got my fingers going. Howie (laughs) said, I heard that. How'd you do? I said, "Eh, I got a few shekels. You know, I did okay. (laughs) You want to buy half a club? Sure. And then we went through a bunch of negotiations, but that was an interesting approach. Yeah. And how, you know? did, you, how did you know Howard uh, previously? Oh yeah, because I had worked with Yuck Yucks. So again, I've done radio and TV and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. but I'd worked at Yuck Yucks. I drank at Yuck Yucks mm-hmm. for free for a long time. That's not, uh, yeah, the one at the on Albert Street. Right. And, then I, um, and then I worked there as a doorman. And then I worked there as a waiter for about a year until they, what did they do to me? What does everyone do to me? Fired they fired you. me. Anyways. Dead, <laughs> no, no, I'm not dead. But they fired my ass. So I worked there. 
you know, it was cool. It was a great place. And Howard's a great guy. Uh, and then uh, when I, uh, when my mom passed away, I, 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 I had a lot of issues. Uh, I, I don't mean like I went nuts or anything like that. I just mean it was uh, complicated and I was underemployed. I have, uh, do you have a degree from Ottawa U? I do, yeah. What's your degree in? In uh, science. Okay, so you could probably get a job. <laughs> See, I have, I went back to university when I was like 37, and I, I have what I call the waiter's trifecta, Rob, okay. of degrees. I have history, mm-hmm. honors degree in history, <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> political science, and English. Okay, okay. So, like, yeah. if we're playing trivia, I'm not kidding. <laughs> You're done. But... I have never been to a job interview. Plus, I don't speak French, and that's important in this community. Is, yeah. So I, I ended up getting a lot of bad jobs, like call center jobs. And I believe I lost one of the call center jobs when my mom died because the guy said, I, I need time off for my mom's funeral. What's more important to you, this job? What do you think there, buddy? And, and most people who run call centers are like guys that took business but finished at the bottom of their class. And, they, and you see the books in their office. They're like by Stephen Covey. I don't know if you know who that is. But like these guys that just make stuff up and write books. And they don't even read the whole book. And, and it's like the first just... this I've ever heard on Stephen Covey. I love it. Oh, hey, look him up. Stephen okay. Covey made up stuff. Okay. Oh, is that right? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. And he went, eh, That's good. you know, eh. you know, like yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Freakonomics, yeah. Sun Tzu, oh, yeah. Empirical Data. Yeah. And Stephen Covey just writes a book where he makes stuff up. Absolutely. Hey, and sells a million of them. And then these, and these guys have low level their... managers oh, yeah, are yeah. like, anyways. So that's how I got involved. So I had some issues. I was lucky the Liberal Party of Canada bailed me out. I, I'm a big supporter of the Liberals and oh. this woman. Um, Mary Jessup was a financial officer there and she knew I was unemployed and then it took months. I couldn't find my mom's will and you know, I have oh, no wow. money Yeah, no one gets, she hit it in a record album. She wasn't planning on dying and you know, she <laughs> yeah. was planning on dying, but not immediately. <laughs> and so she hit it in a record album. She didn't tell me where it was yeah, and course. I never thought about it. And yep. then she would, she had cancer and she went into a coma. Like God bless her. She died like bang. Okay. When in Thursday we had, like she died Monday. So that was great yeah. in terms of death. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. she didn't hang around. Okay. And, um, but I didn't, so I didn't have a job. And this woman approached me and said, it was when Trudeau was running for leadership. We need people, you know, just to do Joe jobs for whatever the minimum wage was. Mm-hmm. But I worked 30, 40 hours a week down on a Medcalf. I think it was on Medcalf. I made enough money to put gas in my car, feed myself, feed my dogs. Yep. You know, I, I was a committed liberal. I'm an even more committed liberal now because they, they really did save my life. There's no question about it. And I had one job, her, her son, James, James Sano. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say his real name. C-A-N-O. James, (laughs) James, a wonderful guy, professional politics, like professional backroom kind of guy, 25, 30, really smart, really energetic and thought, um, thinks, thought I possibly am the dumbest person to ever live, which is okay. No, it's not regretful. It's kind of cool. So what they did was they got me like 20,000 letters. Okay. Cause I get a lot of mail. Sure. So they had 20,000 pieces of mail and I had to organize them in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. And he said, ha ha, you know, the alphabet, don't you, Dan? And I said, please, A, B, C, D, et cetera. I said, but I get, <laughs> I get, <laughs> I get, I get lost. Now, I think 20,000 pieces of mail. This is going to take me like three, four days to sort out. It's a lot of mail. Um, 
<laughs> or maybe two months. So I said, I know the alphabet, of course, A, B, C, D, etc. Yeah. And I go, but I get confused up around R, S, K, T, W, J. And he looked at me like, and, he said, and then he came in the next day. He got just a lovely man. He came in the next day. He went to some kitty store and he got me like the alphabet, like A with an aardvark, B with a bear. And then he would come up every hour or so to check. And I would look at him confused. <laughs> I think I got to work out. Oh <laughs> Which is wrong, but you know, whatever. I knew they were going to fire me. Or not fire me, lay me off as soon as Trudeau became leader. Sure. So, uh, but yeah, so the guy, and, and I see him and he just looks at me like he's just amazed that, you know, I can feed myself and stuff like that. So sure. if you hear yeah. this, James, I'm not as special as... Uh, as I not. made myself out to be. But, but, in the, <laughs> but in the end, you ended up getting the inheritance. Yeah, I got you, the inheritance. Uh, but, so but, I buy half of Yuck Yucks. It took a while. And then, in, in my opinion, and, and Howie, I don't know whether Howie would agree or not, but, but you know, he wanted me to be a silent partner. And then we were, we've lost money for the last three or four years. So oh, I've right. stopped being silent because I want to make money. Okay, like fair. big piles of money. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the idea. I'm a capitalist. And one of the reasons I got involved that I was glad that he made this offer to me was I didn't know what to do with my time. Now, you know, I don't have great degrees. I don't speak French, anything like that. Um, not easy to get along with, but we created jobs, right? A lot of jobs. Yeah. Yuck was only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or maybe Friday, Saturday. Now we're open at 292 Elgin Street in the basement. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That, so we've change. created a lot more hours for servers, yep. a lot more hours for bartenders, a lot more time for talent to come through the place, yep. you know? And so that's like, I'm, I, I, this is very um, self-aggrandizing, but... I like to think of myself as kind of a pillar of the community. I don't do big things because I can't afford it, but I've done a lot of little things. I got a, I'm very proud that I got a Queens diamond Jubilee medal for Congrats. my work in the community. And you know, that, and that's like, a big accomplishment. Absolutely. It is. Well, 60,000 Canadians got it. So it's sure. not a super big accomplishment, big enough. Absolutely. but I'm the only one in the room that has one of those. Absolutely. And you know, and it's kind of cool. And, um, all that sort of stuff. So I wanted to create jobs. And then, you know, I, I don't think Howie really um, is thrilled that he partnered with me, frankly, because uh, I'm not an easy guy to get along with. And I want things done a certain way. Yeah. And, and so we had to cull the herd. A lot of the older comics were terrible. Yep. That's the only I can name names. But why would I? Um, They're just terrible. Like I've seen comics who who do jokes about. Like you guys are all around 30, right? Yeah. I've heard comics do jokes about how, did you know you can't smoke on airplanes? Uh, really? Yeah. Did you know you can't, like no one 30 has ever known. Like yeah, I'm, right. I'm yeah. look, what, I'm what 59 and I can barely remember people smoking on airplanes. <laughs> and I've been on airplanes since uh, I was a kid, you sure. know, like my let, whole life. Let it go. Since I was like 17. Well, uh, let it go. Come absolutely. on guys. Yeah, Try yeah, and I keep up. Yeah. I saw another comedian, um, and he did a joke about where does Trudeau get all his flowers? You're looking at Pierre? me. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Pierre Trudeau always had flowers. Uh, but like, seriously, you got to do a lot of thinking. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and like I would on. tell, and how he would say things like, like, God bless me. He'd go, no, he wrote for the 1992 Junos. Sure. Great. That yeah. was in 1992, probably, right. Howie. Right. You know, right. which is... Uh, 
a long time ago. Yeah, time to move so on. So he's yeah. probably not contemporary. You know, and there are a lot of older comedians who are very contemporary. Mike sure. McDonald, who's in Ottawa, he, you know, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. legend. Absolutely. He's a content. He does contemporary sure. stuff. Sure. We've got Gilbert Godfrey coming in this I saw week. That. That's really yeah. cool. This, this week, yeah. If you guys yeah. want to come see him, just let me know and I'll hook you up. Yeah, but yeah. it's yeah. like, um, you know, like he does contemporary stuff. He's sure. a weird dude, but he does contemporary. So he's sure. really weird. Yeah. Um, like Norm. not bad weird. Norm, yeah. <laughs> like Norm McDonald. Uh, yeah, except I don't think we can afford him because Howie's tried to get <laughs> yeah. him. But, you know, like, like he's amazing, Norm yeah. McDonald. Yeah, yeah and they, these guys keep up with stuff, right? Yeah, or yeah, the writers yeah. keep up with stuff. Mercer's yeah. no child. Yeah. But his writers, Rick Curry and Greg Elker, uh, whatever, they, they write, you know. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot of comics out there still doing jokes about, you know, boy, that Nixon. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> but, but, but sometimes it does take sort of a fresh face or a new perspective yeah. to, to sort of yeah. change that. Now, how long have you been a partner like uh four years four years yeah. so were were you I, like i oh, at one point there was a yuck yucks on preston right that was just before my time just before your and time. i'll tell you what like how we open it because absolutes across the street okay that's the only reason well, i mean I, competition <laughs> is no know, competition is great right? i think absolutes wonderful yeah i think having competition is wonderful it is. uh yuck yucks doesn't like competition okay but but my thing is i use the example of a shopping center if I want to go buy shoes, yeah. I go in Ottawa, I would go to the Rito Center right. or I like to shop in Quebec, the Promenade de Ludaway. Yeah, yeah, and they good. got 20 stores that have shoes probably or 10, sure. you know, and I'm going to find the shoes I want, yeah. um, you know, and occasionally you'll find a spot. There's a spot right across from the Jerry Metro in Montreal that has like I'm a sneakerhead, sure. awesome shoes. I got awesome. a pair of little pennies, which means nothing to you guys, <laughs> but I got them a couple of weeks ago, gray and pink. Oh my God. And awesome. they were, he wanted two fifty nine. I got them for one and a quarter. Nice and I had to buy a hat. That's yeah. Yeah. No, but whatever. I love yeah, bargaining, right? Absolutely. I love, yeah. I love that sort of stuff. And, yeah. and like, and, and he's hooked me, but generally speaking, if you want to buy shoes, you go to the mall. And so the absolute, a wonderful thing for yeah. us, you know, cause it keeps the profile, of the community. One thing that I told Howard when they opened, I wasn't working for YuckX, but I said, you got to advertise because like before Absolute opened, they were Coke, they were Pepsi and we were Coke. Now they're Coke and we're Pepsi, right? right? You know, and it's like, we could have hung on to that. So, right? so, so that's how you feel. You feel that, that that's, well, I'll tell you what? when I got, and I, I don't care. I'll, I'll say this to anyone. When I got to YuckX four years ago, we weren't Pepsi. We were like president's choice. I see. Yeah, we were like, we, we yeah. were an afterthought. Interesting. Yeah. It's and interesting because Yuck Yucks has such a big reputation in, 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 at least Ontario, if not Canada. It does, but it, but in this town anyways, we were, and, and you know what? I, I know Edmonton fairly well. We're an afterthought in Edmonton. All right. You know, just didn't keep up with the times. I do remember the rise of Absolute. Or they had a very, they were very aggressive uh, market. Spent a lot of money on advertising because you got to. in your, the forefront of your mind. Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't, you, think you wouldn't pass company. a day without right. seeing an, an yeah, yeah. And they went after young people because you can't Smart build move. a business on old people, including funeral homes. Right. You've got to go yeah. after, no, for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Someone's got to pay for the funeral and it ain't going to be grandma because grandma's going to be dead and it's like you know yeah. so they went and but now you know we're i think we're in a position where we're, we offer when i started they were they were they were coke and we were president's choice or something but yeah. now i think of it as um we're the american hockey league of comedy okay 
Okay, so for those of you that don't know what the American Hockey League is, it's a league just below the NHL. Yep. And if you and I went to a game between the Toronto Marlboros of the AHL against the Rochester Americans and we weren't hockey fans or we were from a foreign land um, and didn't know much about hockey, even if we were hockey fans, even if we were from Russia, mm -hmm. we didn't know that these they look like NHL teams. They're just as good. Yeah. And the reason the guys that come into our club generally are, uh, well, whatever. They're like, we're like the American Hockey League. Sure. Um, absolutes of Friday Night Beer League. A lot of their comics. I'd say I kept track for one year. We're, we're better than them about 48 weeks a year. They still beat us financially. Mm -hmm. They got a lot of comics that are not, who work inexpensively. And aren't that good, okay. and, uh, you know, and I know Jason Lawrence and I'm not hating on him and I go to the club on a regular basis and I've been to absolute in Kingston and I, and I wish him nothing but success, but our shows are just better. Okay. Uh, they're just better comics. You know, I've got Gilbert Godfrey in this weekend. I don't know who they have in this right. weekend. You know, the guy next weekend we have in, excuse me, is it an AHL guy? His name's Rob Pugh. You've never heard of him, okay. but Rob Pugh. You know, like things could happen. The reason that, like, you know, if you're a hockey fan, the Senators have three goalies and one of them, now they're called the Belleville Senators. One of these guys should buy a house in Belleville because they're not going to get rid of them right. because they got they got two goalies that are better than them, yeah. but one of them could get hurt. Right. So this so guy's he's buried. He's guy. there, but yeah. he's buried. They're yeah. probably paying him fairly well. Oh, yeah. but, in the age, so we got a lot of guys, you know, like Rob Pugh, there could be someone could see him tomorrow <laughs> and he becomes a big star. Absolutely. Sam Easton, there's tons of these these guys right and how he is really good at 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 getting people to um which i can't i can get them to this level yeah but he can get them a little higher okay. none of us can get them to hollywood right yeah. i mean we just don't have that juice absolutely but i can get you to you shouldn't say that i should uh, <laughs> but i can get them to uh i can get them to you know i can get them to ottawa yeah it, but, but but that and that's your intent that's my intent yeah which yeah. is which is important interesting Okay, so with that, we we have run up on time, but okay, uh, sure. I uh, and and you know just sort of speaking to the you know advertising or in your face or 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 what what comedy scene you're you're thinking of? Oh, you know I do have one more question, but but you can but, ask a hundred questions. Finishing that thought was uh, <laughs> actually so you in, can I gotta be somewhere Thursday. Today is okay, Tuesday. So we'll, I'm a we'll big go. NFL fan. Oh, okay. By the way, I went to sleep last <laughs> night. The on. Raiders or the Chargers and the Broncos, and then the Chargers had like one of the greatest comebacks of all time. Except they didn't win. Oh, but wow! And I had invested in the game. There you go. Went poorly. <laughs> but Anyways. but in uh, in fairness, you know, I knew that Gilbert Godfrey was coming this this weekend, and that's not because you were coming on the show, but. It, it crossed my path. Yeah, it is. Out so, there. so well, it, you know it, it's showing that, that that's certainly changing. And this is totally on Howard. What's happened is I was a, I was a, I was a big radio fan. Yeah. And Howard said it was, it wasn't a good utilization of our money. Sure. And we had this fight for years and then he proved it to me. So we use Facebook a whole lot more than we use radio. Good. Because Facebook, I mean, you guys know it. We People can see the we can see the analytics. Yes, we only need to sell as you're picking a round number a thousand seats a week. We yeah. can target these people. Mm. We can make them feel special because they are. Uh, they're into the arts, yep. you know. And we advertised on uh, great radio stations, you know, Energy One Hundred Four in Gatineau. Yep. 
and uh, also heavily, and for us heavily, and also a couple of stations in Ottawa. But the return just isn't there because we get lost in the mix. And Absolute, when they started, they used a lot of radio, but I'm thinking, and I don't know, because like a lot of people, I, you know, I'm older, but I tend to act like a younger person in terms of my... Um, uh, activities on yep. the internet. I'm, I'm what they call an early adapter, right? Sure. I'm an early adapter to yep. everything. And so the only time I listen to the radio is in my car. Yep. And I listen to CFRA, yep. which for those of you that don't know, is the super right wing talk station. And I listen to them because they have the news on the half hour. And then I'll listen to their announcers until my head gets sore from banging it against the <laughs> steering wheel. And you keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, then, uh, and then I turn it off, put a CD in or, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, it is important to sort of keep up to date with that stuff. And, and, and maybe that's contributed to it's crossing my path again, which is, which is good. Uh, but I read but the paper speaking, every day too, which is good. Yeah. Absolutely. And which and, is and how I knew his question. Yeah. Which is good. Say, you're very, uh, you're very <laughs> yeah. informed. Oh, can I tell you something about the newspaper though? Sure. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. You can't stop it anymore. Okay. There's a guy on my street who gets, because he retired, Ken Gray, he retired from the citizens, so he gets a free citizen, free National Post, free son. That's yep. like part of his going parting gifts, right? Cool. No, not cool. He doesn't want, he has the internet. Uh. And he's told them that. I get the sun uh. every day, comes at four. One of my dogs loves it because they give her treats. I haven't, the sun is still in my mom's name. I cannot tell you the last time I paid for the sun, really? but it's been years. Wow. That's and interesting. And they will phone me and say, uh, you going to pay for it? I go, no. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we'll just keep delivering it anyways because you've been such a good customer. Because they want to get a body count, right? Oh, yeah. They want to yeah, get, because yeah. they sell circulation. That's interesting. But they won't stop. So listeners, you can take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah, well, life, life take hack. advantage, exactly. but who wants a newspaper at their house every day, right? Yeah, it's 2017. Yeah. No, not Wrapping who knows. Well, how much fish do you have, right? I don't know. I'm not so fish. I have, you know, I'm, I'm pretty active. You know, like I'm not special. I read, no, the, I read absolutely. news on the internet, but it's my go-to place. But I have, I like reading newspapers. But I have probably, too many. I probably have two because I won't throw them out. It's yeah. not that I'm a hoarder, but I have like 200 sons, sure. and I'll sit on the porch with my dogs and read the Sun from yeah. today or yesterday or two years ago. Yeah. But like they won't stop, yeah. and I'm not. Complain, but that's kind that of sounds a pain. like a plea. But uh, <laughs> well, it's kind right. of a plea. It's kind of a plea. Like, dudes, right. you wake my dog so, up at four in the morning. The neighbors love that though, because yeah, no one geez. loves to get up more at four in the morning <laughs> than my neighbors, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Who I think are going to burn my house down at some <laughs> point. So, final question. Sure. Uh, uh, we ha we've had a lot of comedians on this show, but I bet. mainly who have you had from, on? The, uh, from the alt scene or indie scene. So tell me who so, they what alt. Uh, Tavis, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tavis, I know Tavis. Houston, we've had on Megan Honey. Megan Honey, we've had on. Uh, there are a couple other. I'm not sure. So I, I'm just curious. From the comedy, you, you have a classic comedy club. Uh, that's right. what I'll call it. Yeah. Uh, so, what is your thought on the growing alternative scene in Ottawa, which didn't always exist? And you know, do you see it as competition? Do you see it as you know? something completely different that doesn't affect no, no, your business no, at all. No, no, no. Does it help? Good. Does it hurt? What? It's not going to hurt. What's your thought? Yeah, it's not going to hurt. I agree. I'm just We're curious. Going through, according to Howard, and he doesn't know why, but I think I know why. We're going through a comedy boom now in terms of comedian. It seems like it. But you know why? This is my view. There's a couple of reasons. One, you've got like those names you met, yep. mentioned are all, I think Tavis is older, but like Megan Honey, 
Greg Houston, yeah. Ashley Kurchenko, Mitch Muirhead. Right. Uh, they're all under 30. Yep. They've spent their whole life being told how special they are. Right. They got pro like a friend of mine. I can't remember who it is. I would say his name posted on Facebook. His daughter finished eighth in a race. Eighth. <laughs> what is wrong with her? Like she finished eighth and you're <laughs> proud of it. What color ribbon is that? What kind of medal do you get to finish? What, eighth? what does that have to do with the eighth? Oh, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Eighth. Okay. So, so, <laughs> you know, and I'm not one of those kids today, guys. Sure. But kids, your generation, yeah. you guys got prizes for friggin' everything. Sure. When I was a kid, I got cut from a football team more than once, okay? <laughs> and then you just work harder to get back on the football team. I get but it. But now everything's, hold on, I'm getting there. Everything's special. So now you got all these young people who are pretty smart, but they've been told their whole life that, holy cow, you know, Chelsea, you're the most special girl to ever live. Well. Maybe, but we do need bus drivers too, Chelsea. And 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 they come out of of Carlton. I mean, we're in Ottawa now. They come out of Carlton, Ottawa U, um, Algonquin, Algonquin, sure. La City, yeah. uh, University of Quebec, Alutoué, sure. with crappy degrees like mine: okay. English, political science, history. Uh -huh. Unless you kill it. You're not getting anything for that. That's just like everyone's got a degree. But they've been told their whole life how special they are. Okay. And they got straight B's in school. Congratulations. You know, you're like, and that's kind of me. Like mm -hmm. I used to say I was the D in student. And it's like, so they get <laughs> da 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 And now, well, I can't get a job. I'm working in a call center or I'm a waitress. If I, a waiter or a waitress, if I'm a waiter or a waitress, I'm going to age out at some point, right? Okay. And, and, you know, and end up working at the Carlton Tavern. And it's like for real. And that's one of my hangouts. But, you know, and once your looks go, I worked on the market for a while. And then, you know, there's no way I could get a job there now. Okay. And, it, you know, you're going to age out. And, you're, you know, so you got to take a shot. Mm -hmm. And the thing about, think of um, this is like uh, comedy is like playing hockey, say. It's a tournament, right? That's yeah. what um, uh, Freakonomics refers to drug dealing as, the, as a tournament. Sure. How many people make money doing, doing these sorts of things? Very few. Right. But everyone's told me how special and funny I am. Right. So I'm going to do this. And you know what? And a lot of them are special and funny. The oh. difference between the guy making and the guy not making but, it but that's is... that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, the, the scene is big for a reason, right? People are going to the shows as well, right? Mm, you know, you go to these... Go, go. Have you been to some of the but, shows? Maybe not town? the scale you might see. I can take you to Hull tonight. There's a great show in French at the, called The Minotaur. Sure. And I would say if there are 50 people there, 25 of them are comedians. Interesting. Sure. And they're so, not spending any money because they don't have good jobs. And I'm, I'm not again. So, I'm not hating on them. Yeah, that's fair. So, so okay. And that's and that's your take uh, on the. But I think I'm right about this. You okay, know, it's okay. a boom. Where again, you're special, dude. Interesting. I Interesting. Mean, you grew up in Elliott Lake, so maybe you missed that. But but <laughs> we're not special. We, but but, yeah. but like down here, you know, yeah, I, there are people. Everybody was like special, special, special. It's interesting. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and I, I don't that. remember. My mom was. Was a bit of a helicopter mom, hmm. but everyone's a helicopter mom now. Okay, okay. Or a helicopter dad, you know. Yeah. And I don't have kids, but I babysat kids. I remember once being at St. Luke's Park, and this kid who's like twenty now, and he was he went up on the roof because he was like a little monkey, right? Tom sure. Fairweather, and and someone said uh, to me, "He's on the roof. Are you watching him? Yeah, he's on the roof." And I said, "You're right. Like, what what am I supposed to do? Well, what if he falls?" I said, "We go to the hospital." Okay. Well, what if he never comes down? Oh, that's probably unlikely. 
you know, like at some point he will get hungry or cold, you know, but, but that's, there's that. And I spent a lot of time at St. Luke's park in Ottawa and there were a lot, you would see that all the time where it's like, you know, so kids are special. But they can't all be special, right? They can be special. No, no. no. Again, when your kid <laughs> finishes eighth, don't yeah. tell anybody. And, and that's and that's a fair point. I I, I agree. Yeah, okay. I, I agree to an extent. She I finished the race. <laughs> yeah, I great. Get I get it. Eighth, and you know what? And athletics is really important. You know, Jamal Charles. I don't. Jamal Charles has played in the NFL for ten years. He's with Denver now. And he was Kansas City's possibly the greatest running back of all time. Right. You know how his athletic career started? He was in the Special Olympics when he's 10. Right. And if you hear Jamal Charles talk, he's a Special Olympian. He's like, and you're not supposed to say that the, the R word retarded. So I'll call him a window licker. He was a window licker. Yeah. But, that's yes. better, yeah. I don't know why that's better, but apparently it is. It's definitely worse. Well, whatever. Well, what? But anyway, but nonetheless, it is what it is, but he got to go to Texas. He met a beautiful woman who, you know, he's been with for 10 years. He's made tens of millions of dollars and it's all because of the special Olympics. He got used it. whatever talents he had yeah. and, you know, and, I, and, and no one told him he was special. They told him, yeah, learn learning disability dude i mean he had struggles so he said but you got a learning disability so we're going to put you in a special education yeah. class but boy you run like the wind you're smart on the football field you're tough you're going to get a university a bit of a university education you know you're going to and you're going to do well yep. and he did well but nobody said you're great right sure so, you're looking and, and you know can i just one more yeah. thing that's really interesting and and this is not what grinds your gears pardon what grinds your gears it doesn't grind my gears <laughs> No, I find this interesting. If we looked up midget hockey in Calgary, there's probably a thousand YouTube videos mm -hmm. of little kids. Google Special Olympics. You know that the parents show up with their video cameras. And then they go home and they, they show it on the TV and they go, mm. Jesus, he's licking his shoe. <laughs> you know, like, and, and, they're, and they're sad because of that. But they shouldn't be. People are all different. Everyone so, can't so, be the best. But what you're saying is that hard work and perseverance really pays off, and and, yeah, and that's luck, what you want to reward. Luck is super. Yeah, and luck, no, yeah, luck yeah, is yeah. the big yeah, thing. Absolutely. And I doing what you know. One thing is this grinds my gears. <laughs> Quebecers work hard. Americans or people who have lived in the states for a long time, like Tom Green, for example, mm -hmm. uh, Sam Easton, yep. uh, Gilbert Godfrey, who's coming into YuckX this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Mike Ward, who's a Quebecer, you've probably never heard of him, but he makes like three million Quebec. Okay. They work hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Serious money. Yeah. Yeah. Canadians, at least in my business, and I've heard it from other people, very entitled. Is that right? Can't get them to do morning radio. That's an interesting Can't thing. get them because I don't want to get up in the morning. I got to get up on, th like, I usually get up around, I'm not making this up. Uh, I get up around 10. Yep. I get out of bed at noon. Yep. I usually take a nap between two and four. I'm making this up. And no. I'll be up till four in the yeah, morning. No reason why. <laughs> no, but this, you know, I run a nightclub. I don't run right. a day club. Oh, yeah, I run yeah, a nightclub. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it. That's all. I got to get up at like six in the morning to drive Gilbert to some radio station. Yep. The Jewel. Yeah. And I want to do it. Of course. But it's a pain in the neck. And I don't think Gilbert's going to be too thrilled about this either. No. You got to do what you got to do. Yep. We're going to get them on CTV Morning Live, and we're going to get them on 1310 News, and, we're, and it's all morning stuff. Mm -hmm. So many, like virtually all comedians from what the Quebecers call the rest of Canada. Sure. They do morning radio. Yeah. 
Huh. You guys do morning radio? Can I phone them? No, it's better in studio. Whereas the big names are doing it. No, not so. the big names. No, I mean Gilbert. Just, no, I mean Gilbert yeah, Godfrey well, Gilbert's a big, a big name. name. You've never heard of it. Sam Easton. Sure. You know, and yeah. any Quebecer will do it. Sure. Derek Sagan will do it. They're not big names. They just do it. And, you know, and sometimes you'll pick them up at eight in the morning and they'll not be in the best shape because it's eight in the morning and they work till four. You know, they work till midnight and then well, they have a few cocktails. Nice. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. But the deal is. It, so a lot of a lot of Anglo Canadians just don't want to do put in the work. They think they're going to get discovered. I worked with a couple of people who I've told, you know, one guy. I said, uh, if you get a suit, I'll get you work. He won't wear a suit. Mm-hmm. Another yep. woman, I said, get a video together. I can get you on. You know, it's I don't know anybody, but I know the guy that knows. I'm the guy that knows the guy. Yeah, that's fine. If you can get, I told her it just for last in July. If you get a video together, and we met with this guy Tony Crollo, who books um, festivals. He doesn't do just for last, but he books other festivals. Yeah. He works for Yuck Yucks. He's Great. a booker. Yeah. And he said, you know, work clean, wear a dress, and send me a video. Great. I talked to her last week. Not working clean, not wearing a dress, and uh, hasn't had time to get a video together. Sure. You know how long it's, well, how long is it, you know, it's not, uh, okay. it's, yeah, yeah. she has a phone. Yeah, you know what to do, follow through is important. <laughs> yeah, and like, so, so that's it, a good. but the way I think is next, you know, I don't hate these people, sure. but it's like. You it's, can't help but think because there's so many. So that's a good final lesson from Dan Shields. Good way to end the podcast. Probably no one's uh, got this far. With that, <laughs> sorry, we have our listeners. I believe uh, you. But with that, we'll give you a chance to promote whatever you'd like to promote. Uh, we'll promote something else, and then uh, we'll give you the final word, which we forgot to tell you about. But oh, shoot. Uh, first, promote whatever you want to promote. You have the business of Yuck Yucks. Where can people find Yuck Yucks? Yuck Yucks. So we have a website, yuckyucks.com slash Ottawa. Yep. Um, We've been here like 30, 40 years, but I don't think that makes any real difference. No. But we're here now. Absolutely. I think that's more important. We're no. here now. Absolutely. We shouldn't say that word again. We're beneath Hoolies. Uh, and if you come on Friday, Saturday night, you get free entrance to Hoolies, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then you go upstairs and you go, holy cow, I am old. And because uh, Hoolies is like yeah. first and second year students. It and is, you go, yeah. holy, you know, yep. call me, sir, one more time. I'm going to hurt you. You know, that's okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, but nonetheless, uh, we have great food. Uh, you know, yeah, we don't control do. the kitchen, but the guy, um, uh, Justin Potvin, who cooks, he is just one of the best cooks in Ottawa. No question about it. He's number one. Um, and uh, yeah, we're at 292 Elgin, 613-236-5233 and uh, internet. And uh, yeah, we're, we, you know, it's a great place to go. Yeah, it really sounds like it. And, and you know great. what? You're not going to be a regular. Like Howie thinks we have regulars. We have a few. But generally speaking, it's a once a year experience but it's a lot better you know our big competition is netflix and you know and people going home especially in this community where it's either blazing hot in the summer or freaking ridiculously cold in the winter and when you get back to your you know most people live in the suburbs like every city when you get back to canada or Leeds or gatineau and it's 42 below zero or 42 above zero you don't want to leave your couch And you know what? And that's what you're competing with. And I have the I have the internet at home, and I have a stick, and I have all the toys. And yeah, you know, I don't want to leave the house a lot of times too. Yep. And I don't. But if you do, and you want a date night or a good time, go to Yakya. Great time. And there are tickets available this weekend for tickets available for Gilbert this weekend. Again, just go on the website or give us a call. Great. Great. Rob's Rob Rob's Rob. Where can the listeners find us? 
This week, I'll just keep it short and sweet. You can yep. head to ottawapodcast.com. We've got links there to Facebook, Twitter. You can find a place to subscribe to the podcast. Yep. All that stuff. Easy enough. Egan, last word. Uh, my back hurts. Great. So did mine. Uh, <laughs> and Dan, uh, so the way we usually finish the podcast, we get the guests to say auto what, however they like, and then we'll cut it immediately thereafter. Auto what? <laughs>